everybody likes guns They just don't know it Deep inside of the soul There's a cowboy trying to get out Welcome to New Shooter Canada. Please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion of the hosts and their guests. Hello and welcome to New Shooter Canada, episode 247. I'm your host, Amanda, and with me, I have an almost full roster. Let's start with Mike. Hello, Mike. How are you? Good. How are you doing? You know what? I'm not doing too bad. (laughs) It's been a long week, not going to lie. So... But, uh, well, who else do I have with me here? I have Thomas. Hello, Thomas. Hi, Amanda. <laughs> Good to see you. Good, nice to see you. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, wait, there you are. Hi. Hi. How's Mer- it going? Merry pre-Christmas. Merry, Chris- uh, Merry pre-Christmas. Thank you. We're going to have to put some powder on his head to get the glare from the light off him. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out swinging. <laughs> and I was told I was being a <laughs> Hi, Josh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, today's main topic is actually uh, playing catch up and shooting the breeze. So, let's talk highs and lows, what we've been feeling lately, and what we've been up to because it's been a while. So, you know, we'll start off. You know, with our usual what we did in guns, but yeah. So Thomas, why don't you take it away? Well, it's been pretty busy uh, at the range with doing rentals and coaching over the last couple of weeks. Um, got a few more pistols on the line now, so I uh, got a when I went on Thursday, I got a Glock 44 and a CZ SPO1. Nice trigger on the SPO1, but it only came with one mag, which doesn't really do me much good for instructing because I don't want to. I'd rather have four mags, get everything loaded, ready to go. So I don't usually use the CZ until I get some more mags. And uh, so I like four mags all the time. And when I came in today, the the we had the we had to cancel the club safety course on Thursday because we'd lost power. Everything got shut down. Was that Thursday? And then the Wednesday we had the storm, so they had ended up having to double book the uh, safety course on Saturday. So luckily I had a cancellation. I was able to go in and help them um, uh, do the practical part and live fire. So that was fun. That was a nice little change. Um, but I still had to get ready because I had to shoot at 9.15. So it, it it really screwed everything up. So I, I spent the whole day in the range day. I didn't do, I think I sold two knives and that was it. I think I got a half hour break and I was just inside all day long. So I don't want to go to the range for a while because I've been sucking in so much range dirt. <laughs> you get your lead levels checked. <laughs> oh, I do. I get my checked uh, every six months. That's a good idea. Yeah. But it depends what they're shooting. So as long as it's not a full line, it's not too bad. But I'm standing pretty close to the people, so I'm getting a lot of the gases past my face. But it's been a lot of fun. Um, the deer contest is going really well this year. We've had a lot of big deer weighed in. I think, don't quote me, I think the biggest one is 270 271 dressed is the biggest one so far but uh, a lot of people have been having success this year and a lot of lady hunters which is great to see so forgive my ignorance 270 is that is that a big deer or is that just big for your contest like that that's big for the contest well it's still yeah. a big deer too and it was a big buck so i find with a lot of the when the season first opens all the guys that have the um, the doe tags those are the guys that are just going for the meat and then as the season progresses, you get the guys that don't want the meat. They want they want the rack. They want the trophy stuff. So they've got all their game cameras set up, and they're tracking that one big deer for right to the very last day of the season. And if they don't get the big deer, they pass on it. They don't they'll wait again and do it next year. So right towards the end of the contest, we start getting some big ones brought in. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be good. So what we do, we have a whitetail contest. So if you enter a deer, you get in the contest for free, or you can go online to the store and enter the whitetail contest, and there's $30,000 worth of prizes on the prize table. Lots of firearms. Wow. Firearms, archery equipment. I buy a ticket every year, sometimes two. I have never won. Every one of my, every one of my friends win. <laughs> I know everybody, every single person I know who's entered has won, except for me. So I think my luck at winning things has run out. Yeah, I was going to say, you're usually the one that wins. Yeah, I just I and I bought two this year, so we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed for you. Well, I put one in my name and one in Terry's name, so but I didn't tell her about her ticket, so. Dang. 
Is that so, about it? Or? Yeah, that's about it for me. What about you guys? Uh, Thomas, which one is the Glock 44? That's the 22. The 22 one. Okay, yeah. Um, the site I've got, I'm running two. I'm running Mark Four and the Glock 22. And for a new shooter, I prefer the Glock simply because it's got much more visible sights. The, the Bruger has the black on black and they're shooting a black target. They can't see the sights. So at least with the Glock, they can line up the, the bar and the dot and they can usually yeah. get they have more hits on target that way. And the trigger's not that bad on the 22. That's All nice. right. And time for some show and tell. I saw you got a new knife. Oh, I did. I did. Um, a couple of years ago, my mom got me the UKPK for Christmas. So this is the blue version with the S110 steel. Uh, beautiful little EDC slip joint. Nice and small, light in the pocket, no liners. And then I just got the same knife uh, in the Salt series. So it's what, LC200N, I believe. So completely uh, salt resistant, corrosion resistant, an absolute true rust-free, rust-free steel. The hardware I'm not sure of, but I know the, the hardware is coated, so it won't rust either. So That's a good just, point. I didn't think of that. Your screws will be all rusty, but your blade yeah. <laughs> and what happens sometimes you'll get discoloration from where they've laser etched anything but it just wipes off there's absolutely no rust underneath but that does react where they laser the steel but uh they kept it in great salt lake in utah for a month and there was no rust whatsoever so i think two weeks in the lake and then two weeks in, in, in uh, the same lake water they brought home so but it's a nice little pocket knife yeah and i know there's gonna be two knives under the tree to know that thomas well i i ordered them (laughs) i'm supposed to say that if i don't say what i want i don't get what i want that's true that's very very true and and if i got her the wrong thing oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i can i can imagine that wouldn't be very good the difference is we don't we don't have kids, so we we've got we uh, actually we have some great nieces and nephews, little little gamers we're buying for, but that's about it. So we don't buy for anybody else in the family. We don't exchange gifts, so but we just buy for the youngest of the kids. That's awesome. And I'm the biggest of the kids, so I get the best presents. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. What about you, Mike? What have you been up to? Um, well, when it comes to guns, um, I took one to a gunsmith. That's about it. (laughs) Um, I, uh, I, I think I had told you I had gotten my new front sight from Dawson Precision. Um, so pretty much I just finally got around to taking that into the gunsmith and he, I mean, I'm still waiting for it to come back. So yeah, he's going to cut it down to somewhere between 4.4.2 inches, which is the Canadian legal smallest up to four and a quarter because that is the maximum your barrel length can be in IDPA. So, yep. So he's going to cut that down. I also asked him to open up the cylinder a little bit or open up the, the chambers. So that's just where they, they use like a drill bit. That's like a 45 degree kind of thing. And they put it in there and they just kind of make it so that it's more like a funnel going in just to make it. So your reloads will go a lot quicker and a lot smoother. Yeah. They break all the edges. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's that's all I really did in guns. I I did get. I actually got a doe tag this year, and I just never had time to go hunting. Um, we just We're had, all in your backyard. <laughs> well, okay. So here's if I if a deer was in my backyard, I would have shot it <laughs> because I can guarantee you that every day, like you know, if even if I can't hunt, I can still stand at my back door and I would stand at the back door and look for deer. But unless one came walking out, it was going to be hard to justify leaving uh, two kids in the house alone just so I can go hunt my backyard. So, yeah, yeah. so I didn't get much done. So I didn't get any done at all. So, well, next year, put a, a food plot right in the corner, just within, you know, 30 yards for a good shot and just yeah, uh, and that way you can just open up the window because you know we're gonna be were, coming. And you were gonna use uh, you were gonna use their uh, play, play set, wasn't yeah, you? The play set. <laughs> oh, yeah, the play set. Yeah, well that that was that was an idea, but then I'd have to go outside. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so I did set up a a feeding like a spot to feed the deer from, um, and I think in the last year I got a shed, and now there's something in there. I can't see my deer feeder anymore. 
And I didn't really <laughs> click in that, oh, I can't see my deer feeder from the back window when now that the shed's there. I didn't I never clicked into that. I never thought that through. So yeah. I'll just have to move it then. Yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal. I just gotta move it. So Hey, so did you have to get an ATT to go to the gunsmith or is that still cool? No, I had to get an ATT. I, I've I've gotten an I've had to get an ATT for a while now to do that, but I did notice, and I haven't tried this out yet. But when I emailed the uh, the person to get the ATT in part of her signature, because I think this is all she does is ATT, uh, there was a link, and it said you can now apply for some short term short term ATTs online. Okay. Well, so I haven't that. tried that yet, but I'm gonna have to get another one to get the gun back. So I was thinking I might try that uh, online process and see how fast that works. The person, the 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 woman who does it, like I think the longest I've ever waited for an ATT is like two days. Like they are hmm. very fast and efficient at it. So it, my kind of yeah. thought is, unless it's gonna automatically say yes, you've been approved within 15 minutes. I mean, the person's a lot faster. So. Yeah. Well, I guess you'll have to give it a try and let us know how that works out. But it is 20, almost 2023. You would think this would be online. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff has moved online for the firearm stuff. At least I know. I remember last time I renewed my license, I was impressed. I guess that uh, I could just take a selfie of myself and send it in, and pretty much be done with it. So. Oh really? Uh, yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, now there's there's all the criteria stuff, but you don't need to go get like professional photos done. I was literally at work working, and I just found a white wall, took a selfie of myself with it, and bam, there's my picture. Yeah. Is that yeah? That that said, if you're coming up for renewal right now, I would submit it at least six months in advance. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what the wait is now. Yeah. yeah. Normally, a renewal used to be two weeks. <laughs> Maximum I've ever had to wait for renewal. If you let it expire, you're looking six seven months. Yeah. Uh, if ever. <laughs> yeah. If ever. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh well. Did you ask for anything for Christmas there, Mike, for anything gun-related? Uh, I don't think I even asked for anything gun-related this year, no. No? Okay, no. just thought I'd ask. No, just I... want to keep what you currently have. That's <laughs> I... <laughs> I hate to say it, Josh, but yeah, that's pretty much, that's my Christmas wish. Just let me keep what I have and go. Yeah. yeah. I get it. All right, Josh, fill us in. What have you been up to? Well took a while to think about all the stuff we've done. I guess I haven't done a lot, but it's been a while. Mm -hmm. um, Josh and Benny's shoot number two. We did our second match. How'd that um, go? That went, it went really well. Um, you know, we, I spent the whole day, the day before on Saturday afternoon, uh, building the walls. I wanted to kind of be slightly more legit than we were last time with just a few barrels and some sticks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I tried to make it look professional and like everybody else's with uh, two by twos and snow fence and, um, pretty much have all my volunteer hours in now for the year. So that's good. Mm -hmm. um, we had a bit of snow and some crazy winds that morning. And uh, so the weather really wasn't the greatest and two people didn't want to make the drive. So they called in and didn't make it. And then a couple of people called in sick too. So that was a little disappointing. So we lost four shooters right there. Um, but we still had a, a decent enough turnout that it was still worth, worth doing. I mean, we still have fun and go shoot anyways. I was worried the walls were going to blow down, but you know, they were actually pretty sheltered by the berm. You, you take a look up range and it's kind of across the street into a farmer's field and it just looked like a crazy blizzard. And we're in the berm and the, the bush around us and the, and the height of the berm was just kind of blocking all the wind and we're taking layers off because the sun was out a little bit. So it was, it was awesome. <laughs> it's was, was the perfect conditions. Like I my... felt like Katy Perry's hot and cold song because it was <laughs> like we were putting on layers because uh, there was a point when the temperature dropped. Well, whenever the sun yeah. went under behind a cloud, it was cold. And, yeah. 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 But uh, we, we lucked out huge that way because it would have just been brutal if we didn't have that kind of shelter. And I, I just, the walls were just like, you know, two by four feet, right? I didn't really stake them into the ground or anything. So I thought these are just going to blow over like nothing. But we were, we were, we were lucky that way. Mm -hmm. um, I got beat. I won the first one, but uh, I lost this one. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> uh, one of the guys, he's a, he's a really good shot. He totally gamed the last stage, though. I, I, it, you know, good on him, but I mean, it just it wasn't fair. <laughs> there was, there was two ports. There was, I'm trying to remember. I was trying to remember. There was either two or three available ports for the last stage, but he found a way to shoot everything from one port. <laughs> so, 
You that just, was all legal because we they didn't make well, contingencies yeah, and in shoot, the rules. Shoot-throughs are okay, shoot, right? So yeah. he just kind of, like there was targets blocking other targets. So he just kind of took a lot of time before we started studying where everything was. And then he ran and he's like, okay, I got to shoot lower right on this target and I can shoot through it and hit the one that's behind it. Mm-hmm. And he just stood in one spot and he and he got down on his knees, I think, and he went under a target. Mm-hmm. Like he just totally gamed it. And nobody yep. really thought about it because you know we're all pretty new and we're like well we better follow the rules and do each port but nobody said you couldn't just go to one port and shoot them all so you could either do two well the thing the idea was to either do two or three ports yeah you could do the second port and do you have to you have to specify that well that's what i mean like we didn't right so there was no there's nothing saying you couldn't but everybody just was in the mindset that okay we're gonna do what the stage design calls for, right? And and Alex <laughs> went, yeah, no, we're, I'm gonna play this game. They're the, you're, they're not telling me so I like, can't. So like he was, so like, Alex will do very well in Ipsic. <laughs> yeah, he was like ten seconds, ten seconds better than me, you know, just because he stood in one spot and shot him, right? It was crazy. Yeah. That's excellent, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. a great. So strategy. I think we all we all learned a valuable lesson. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, but it was good. Like we had a good a good stage design. It was better. Um, with the way the snow was because it was more side to side movement. We weren't running up and down the range. So we just kind of set up one setup where uh, there was a stage one on the left side, stage two on the right side. And then the third stage was all the way across. So it was, mm-hmm. a, we didn't have to set anything up or walk around or trudge through the snow. And it was a lot safer that way. But like that kind of slowed me down too, though, because it, it started getting mushy and muddy near the end too. So we, we plowed out a part yeah. of the area. So it wasn't, too I mean, bad. if I did a mic run, I would have been on my, but <laughs> yeah but uh, so it was a little bit a little bit dicey that way but it was fine it was good um uh everybody had a good time benny's benny's uh presentation was a little more polished he he you know he'd been through it the last time and he, he was more comfortable and he knew what he wanted to say and the shooters too i think everybody i think everybody at the second one had been to the first one Except plus me. maybe i think maybe just amanda yeah might have been, might have been it. So they were all comfortable, understood what was going on better. So it all just flowed a, a, a whole lot better. So that's good. Um, yeah, and uh, today we we had a breakfast shoot at the club. We all got together for breakfast and had a competition shoot after, and I won thirteen dollars. So that's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> How much did it cost? Uh, ten bucks a, a round. So I, I spent twenty bucks on on shooting and ten dollars on breakfast. So. <laughs> pay, pay for my my breakfast and then some so that's too bad yeah. um I, ha- I hadn't used my my victory in in quite some time it was a 22 only competition um it acted up a little bit but it was kind of dirty and i'm pretty sure all the oil was evaporated by that point so <laughs> i had a couple of stove pipes there but it wasn't a timed event it was you know take all the time you need kind of thing just for accuracy mm-hmm. um so that didn't really matter but the cooey kept going. It it was probably in the same condition, but cooey's just work. So it's all good. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> no, I found your victory. It was not closing properly. I had to kind of like pull pull back and chamber back and pull it back forward because it wasn't closing properly the first few times. It was <laughs> really gritty, stiff. Gritty, gritty. A little gritty. <laughs> a little thick and, and gritty. Yeah. And I, I think he was trying to psych me out of my game because I only I I didn't do so well that round. And, uh, I, I, go, <laughs> and I was like, do you remember how you have to aim with that thing? Because it's a six o'clock hold on that one. <laughs> and so I did worse. I shouldn't have listened to him because whatever I was doing, I got better points doing what I did rather than listening to him. So shame on me. That's what I get. But that's it, that's it, was, it, for me. it was fun. That was it. That's it for me. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Wow. I think I led a more exciting life in in guns, and I find that very surprising. But uh, first of all, I did get my RPAL course, uh, safety course completed. So yay me. Took you long enough. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now let's see how long it'll take to submit the paperwork. (laughs) Hey, I looked it up today, and because I I was kind of confused when I was talking to the instructor, because I already have a PAL, would I submit my paperwork uh, as a renewal as an RPAL? But the thing is, my my uh, card hasn't expired yet, so I shouldn't need a picture. No, yeah, but it's a new application. Though. Well, yeah. So the, I guess the the benefits <clears throat> were that I didn't have to wait the 
30 or 60 days, I think it was for, you know, them to do a background check. They just sent me my safety course right away. And um, so I can go ahead and apply. And I was taking a look to see if I could go online. And I've emailed um, uh, the CFO's office just to be sure. And I'm waiting to hear back on that. So I did do that today. So, you know, don't don't shame me. Jerk. Anyway, uh, so uh, I was really actually happy with the whole course. So I went to East Elgin to complete it. Uh, I will say, you know, Thomas, I was kicking myself for not doing it when like back to back, like uh, every a lot of people do, uh, not only because I was no longer able to purchase handguns, but more because I was a little rusty on some of the information. I think everybody kicks themselves for that because I did the same thing. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need handguns yet. I can, yeah. I'm happy with just long guns. I just yeah. I'll start here. No, it's a very short. And it was like two weeks later. Why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, uh, my classmates had an edge on me for the content because they had already reviewed a lot of the safety stuff. So if anything, the instructor was picking on me a little bit more <laughs> about like acts improve and what about this? What about that? I heard my name called a few times and it was just I don't think he was picking on me. To be mean. He had everybody already yesterday. spent. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. So he knew what to expect <clears throat> of them. So you just had so, to do a half a course the next day or? Uh, I did a full a full day the next day. It was like six and a half hours. So, okay. yeah. So, I mean, I guess everyone else could that had done it the day before could have done four and a half. But he made it very clear that the way he runs his course, it, it'll be at least six hours. So, I think I was there at 830. And then after everybody took their test, I was out of there by 30, quarter to five. So... Uh, I did have a flawless demonstration portion, so I was pretty happy about that. Got full points for that. Um, you know, uh, I'm happy um, that, well, what did I, what was I saying here? I don't understand what I wrote here. I'm sorry. But uh, my hopes, you know, I realized that a lot of people are asking me, well, why did you go ahead and do that? But uh, like go and get the RPAL. But in the end, I have, as long as I have Josh present, I can go and I can still shoot uh, the firearms that he owns, right? Uh, he won't need to supervise me while I'm having out and about. And I can get holster certified and I can buy other restricted firearms that are currently not banned. We'll see how long that runs. How many are those? <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're running two, out of maybe. time and running out of funds. I'm, I'm losing my mind. But, uh, you know, I'm hoping, though, this way I can still enhance my game so I can participate in these action pistol matches. And Well, yeah, that's the biggest thing. As long as they don't completely ban handguns, you know, further, like, say you can't take them out of your safe, then you can still participate a lot more this way. Yeah. And I don't know what the future will hold. So I'm going to lean on the positive side of things and hope that maybe one day my course will be valuable. So uh, I'm not sure if I can, if I mentioned to people that I did shoot the second pistol match that Josh hosted. Um, it was cold, but it was a lot of fun. And it was a lot of learning because I didn't do as well as I'd hoped uh, and I realized between doing the i match with Mike and doing this course here, as much as I'm uh, proud of myself for being more confident to participate, I definitely need to work on my mental game. I get mad at myself if things don't go well. And it's not that I'm ruining my day, but I'm ruining the moment, right? Like, I'll still enjoy it in the end, but I realize how I psych myself out, so... Uh, just practicing and, and dry firing between matches. Well, that's dry what dry I will firing? have to do. That <laughs> so that that's my hope is that with the safety course and being well, able and, to get and my Benny, and Benny is so intimidating and he yells at you and he makes fun of you. He does not. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, Benny was a sweetie. He did a great job. Benny so. would never do that. Never, never, yeah. never. He was so glad you were there. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. He was. Um, you know. Uh, another thing is that I've been officially placed on the board of directors in Melverton. So yay me. Congratulations. Um, yeah, thank you. I've been excited to help and be a part of the solution there. Chum. <clears throat> <laughs> I 
I think it's admirable to serve the club. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you're doing it. Thank Me you. Too. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. I just figured my strengths are more event social media. Not that I'm the best person for the job, but I feel right. like that's something that the club is lacking. So if I could even just get it started in the right direction, and if someone else steps forward, that can uh, enhance those ideas, then great, right? So, Are there other women on the board? No, I'm the only one. I'm the first one in four years. Oh, and it was Perfect. great. You, you developed a newsletter that you're going to send out every month? Yes, yes. I've cool. uh, I, That was already kind of talked about, but, but nobody, everyone kind of... Nobody did anything. Nobody, yeah, they <laughs> like, we're going to do it monthly, we promise. And I went, so who's going to do it? So I, I just kind of wrote up one, and after I kind of prompted everybody, they were like, oh, yeah, you can add this and this. And I was very proud of how it turned out. Everyone seemed to read it very well. I haven't heard any complaints, so... I think that was a plus side. So Good. I'm also focusing on events too. And that's the idea is, you know, the events last year went really well. And I think that's the only way we're going to get through to people who are not shooters is if we continue hosting events. So that's my hope is to promote it a little more and be a positive advocate. Um, but speaking of events, we did go to the club's Christmas dinner and, and the breakfast shoot as well like Josh mentioned, and uh, both had a good group of people, both had good food, and, you know, it was good to introduce myself to different members. This was my first Christmas, Gun Club Christmas. It was potluck, so that yeah, was a lot of fun. we haven't done it for a couple of years because of COVID. Yeah, so. so, you know, it was good. It was good to meet with people, and the breakfast shoot was nice because you can go and shoot afterwards, but it was, or, like, go sit down and chat. Like, we didn't leave until 2 in the afternoon. Like, so I thought that was pretty good. I think that was about it for me. Well, as I mentioned, uh, our main topic today is uh, playing catch up and shooting the breeze. So let's be honest, we're all busy. We've all been pulled in many directions. I think uh, we need to go through some highlights, some crap events, and let's talk about what's going on and what we're looking forward to. This is not our New Year's resolution, guys, but, like, you know, let's just do a, a general recap what's going on so uh let's talk about our favorite episode of the year um josh do you do you have a preference uh well i i picked uh the icor extravaganza mm-hmm. <laughs> that was uh that was really fun i think mostly because you know we lived it and three of us lived it together so you know mm-hmm. we had that to kind of bounce off of each other and and that was really cool that we could get together and do something in Mm -hmm. in real IRL in real life (laughs) so um and we got to meet Jay so that was that was awesome too and and Mm -hmm. uh, his hospitality was was uh, amazing uh we learned a lot too I think because I mean a very limited revolver shooting I mean I have my Ruger Wrangler but that's you know not even in the same league as what we were doing with the I-Core match so Mm -hmm. um that was uh that was a lot of fun, and uh, I think uh, you know, as far as information goes, the developing a load with Mike that was that was pretty cool too. Because there's you know that's something that that I've never really tried to do, and and it definitely makes me wanna wanna get on it. Absolutely. I don't remember what number that one was, so I couldn't find it. Oh, gotcha. But it wasn't that long ago. No, no, I can't remember. Do you remember, Mike? No, I don't remember any of the episode numbers. <laughs> I, I had I had to go back onto the website and like dig through everything to find episode numbers for mine. So, all right. Well, why don't you tell us what your notable episodes were? All right. Well, my notable episodes were bringing the kids to the range, episode two thirty seven. That was uh, a good one. There's mm-hmm. yeah, there's just a lot of good information in there. <laughs> And I I don't remember everything in detail, but I remember thinking to myself like, oh, I didn't think about that a few times when Thomas was talking about it. So a lot yeah. of good information for people with kids or just people who are going to be tra- trying to teach kids. Um, also, the yeah, I, think we talked, I think we talked a lot about like eye dominance in that one, didn't we? And that was something that you don't really think about. Like when someone totally new just grabs a gun and how they're holding it and how to pick yeah. up on those cues, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, kids, I don't normally bother. Like kids, I had never really bothered with because it's like, no, just do what makes you have fun and just roll with it, right? Yeah. But, yeah. And yeah. that and the idea of, uh, you know, looking at uh, items that will help create a reaction 
an instant reaction right, to yeah. that, yeah. that yeah. Yeah. too. So yeah, I thought that was that my favorite episode too. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoyed the competitive shotgun episode with Jason. That was episode 234. Because Jason Phillips. That's the other one I looked at too, Jason Phillips. Yeah, because he he just told us so much information that like, you know, (laughs) you you don't know what you don't know until someone tells you what you don't know. And, oh, there's a lot I don't know about shotguns. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, But I think my favorite episodes have been the resolution episodes. And that's mostly because I don't think I have ever thought about and been this consistent in my New Year's resolutions ever in my life. So if nothing <laughs> else, it has helped me in that sense. So yeah. you know that you'll be ridiculed. <laughs> Here's the thing. You say that, but like we've done resolution episodes where we don't do really like catch ups or anything or like or, uh, you know, halfway checkpoint to see how things are going so it's like you make your resolutions like any other time you make them at the beginning of the year the only difference with this show is that we have proof of what you said you were going to do a year ago where yeah. normally you go oh i don't remember i probably said have fun and yeah, enjoy prob- life right probably 90 percent of people's resolutions are meaningless right because they don't go past january my resolutions go great well yeah, yeah. <laughs> yours have been going great for what like 30 years now thomas yeah 35 years 35 I yeah. Say yeah. 35 i just years. i just work on the same one all and sometimes you have to work on it daily sometimes you have bad days sometimes you have good days but yeah yeah but i mean you're, but stick, I stick to you're, it you're sticking to it that's what's important yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. amazing so what all about right. you amanda uh so definitely have to say the uh mike's Icor extravaganza. Uh, <laughs> it was fun because I got to inter. Uh, well, just you know, I was able to interact with Mike on a shooting level, which I hadn't been able to do yet. Um, and we, I was able to learn about Icor and have that moment of shooting and like recapping it. So I also really enjoyed the lefty episode. I don't, I don't know why, maybe, <laughs> maybe because I am a lefty, but I really enjoyed it. It was, uh, it was a good little chit chat topic. I feel like us lefties are left out in the cold quite often. So not um, to, uh, not to plug another podcast, but I was listening to Slamfire last week and they had on the guy from Great Box Strategic. He's a buddy of yours, right, Mike? Yeah. So, so he said that's how he got started was he's a lefty and he just was tired of trying to find gear all the time. So he just made his own and that's kind of how he started. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there was a lot of, and actually I, as much as I read, tried to read through some of the episodes that we've done or, um, remember key points. It's really cool to talk about other people's perspectives because yes, the shotgun, um, episode was great. I love Jason. Jason had a really good knowledge base point, you know, as much as he recommended <clears throat> the higher qualities, he could understand why someone would go for like a Browning maybe first. And then what was it? The three B's after that. No, so, Browning is one of the B's. Uh, Browning Beretta and Benelli, I think. Right. right. But even so, um, he was realistic with the idea that there are people who can't <laughs> afford to, kind of get into it uh he was um actually i think it was because of him i was able to talk about the whole vest thing which you know encouraged that purchase for me so that was that was a really good point too so uh what about you thomas i know you mentioned that you really liked the um taking kids to the range that one i like and i usually i invite Jason's been on the show about three times now because he's such a knowledgeable shooter. So I always, and he's always my favorite guest. I've always gotten along well with Jason. So um, it's just his level of expertise is beyond mine when it comes to shooting that discipline because I'm not a trapper skeet shooter. So it's it's always nice to, to speak to somebody who who's, who has the knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you know, and he talks about value for the money too because. Guys come in the store and they, they they buy the cheap and expensive over and unders and it's great for hunting. It'll, it'll last you for years. But if you take it out, start shooting in a, in a competition, it's going to fall apart on you. So yeah. you have to really look what you want it for. If you just want it for hunting, you know, any of the cheap Turkish stuff will do. But if you want to start competing, you got to spend some dollars. No, that's fair enough. So right. I think that's about it. My favorite episode. Uh, have you ever gone back and listened to our George's first 10 episodes by himself? 
<laughs> I, you know, I've been meaning to, but I just haven't. I haven't. They are hilarious because he's an absolute newbie, right? It's hello, douche, you're getting And he's in he's in his igloo. What's his, his igloo? His underground igloo bu- bunker and something like this. And and he's genuinely a new shooter who's learning all this new lingo and he's teaching new people and he's got all this excitement, which he lost years ago. But they're they're funny. <laughs> they're funny. I can only imagine. I, um, George is such a character. And I don't think he's been on this year. I know we had Wanda and I think we had George <clears throat> on one the year before. We Just had right. on, we yeah. talked, it was, it was a dog breeder. The dogs. Breeder. Yeah, the dogs. Right. Oh, right. That was yeah. a good episode too. Well, that wasn't this year though. That wasn't it? this year. I think that was last year, but that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Um, so let's talk about what's been going on in our lives and what has been preventing us from recording more on a regular basis, what's been distracting us even, or even shooting, because I have to be honest, I think all of us have felt that pull to other needs so let's let's just address it with our our podcast and what's going on so uh how about you mike fill us in what's going on in your life family and work work and family um Mm -hmm. our household we've changed our routine that just because of people's schedules so many times this year it's been kind of crazy um I love what I'm doing and I'm so happy that I can do what I do, but it also means that I don't have like any time to do anything. What do you want to do? Yeah. I don't have personal time anymore. Um, which like I said, this, it's one of those things where I, I had a, a moment of enlightenment when I kind of realized when I was like, wow, like, you know, my shooting's going downhill. My, I, I don't train anymore. I, I never had like a good reloading session all year. Everything was always last minute, just reload for tomorrow kind of thing. Um, and I was like, oh, this this is what it's costing me. But I kind of sat back and I looked at it. And I said, it's worth it. I, I'll I'll pay this price if this is what it means to have everything else I want. So, yeah, that's pretty much just it. Just the home life. I hear you. Yeah. What about you, Thomas? I was just see. Um... How many shoots would you normally get in a year, Mike? <laughs> um, if we're talking about like pre-kids, no. Um, well, well, say up to last two years. Pre-COVID, okay. just pre-COVID. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. so I probably shot. <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised if I said somewhere in the ballpark of. I'm just going to say 26. That would be every other weekend. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't completely surprise me if someone said that I shot close to like 20, 20 matches in a year. And that just matches. That's not training. That's not range time. That just matches. That's a lot. Yeah. That is that's fun. a lot. It really is. Yeah. And how many did you do this year? <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think. I shot, I think, twice at USC. I ran, I think, three matches. I did provincials, that, uh, both provincials. I probably shot maybe 10. Yeah, that's quite a drop, Yeah, but understandably so. And that was also part of your goal and your New Year's resolution was to, you know, if you weren't going as often that you'd be happy with the results, right? Yeah. So um, we'll get into that on our New Year's resolution. But, you know, it, it kind of you adjusted yourself to align to your current situation. Exactly. So I, I think it wasn't a surprise or or anything majorly different for you no i think yeah it, like, w- it wasn't a disappointment that this happened it was just yeah i guess i guess also part of the shock was i didn't realize how how little time i was gonna have Mm-hmm. i could agree with that yeah so, what about uh thomas though what about you what's been going on in your life uh back to work has been a bit of a challenge because i'm it was kind of nice having two years off not doing anything money was going <laughs> stir crazy after a while and i could use the money because you know COVID was unexpected so we, we piled up a few bills so at least will get rid of those bills but i'm i'm the opposite of you guys because i'm at the range all the time so like i'm right now i'm working monday and then friday saturday and then quite often i'll go shooting on sunday so i'm there at least three to four days a week every week so most of the time I'm inhaling somebody else's exhaust, not my own. Yeah. 
but uh, lately I, I've actually until I get my um, my eyes done, I can I can stay on target and I keep them in the black at ten yards. That's it. I can't go any further uh, with my eyes. I cannot group at twenty. My eyes just will not focus until I get the cataracts done. But I can see crosshairs fine. So I've been I'm running a scope on my savage little bolt action and I'm running a small scope with my um, Browning lever action. So I've been practicing uh, using the sling. So standing unsupported, kneeling unsupported, uh, prone to I can't get down and get up. I get such a freaking like I have to lay down and get my neck up. <laughs> Within 20 minutes, I have a wicked migraine. So prone. When, when we shot prone at uh, Maple Seed down in Michigan, George and I were so medicated on Tylenol ones and Advil because we were in such agony that the second day was pretty good because we were so medicated. But it, it's brutal. So I don't know if I'll. I'd like to try uh, a Maple Seed. But we'll see how yeah. it goes. That's my ultimate goal. Try to get back into, and I, I would love to do maple seed. We, we need to do that together. I think so. Because I need my patch. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, I can imagine. All right, Josh. Um, What's going on? Well, I don't have any other friends, so it's not that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, probably a lot, a lot of work. Um, my new, my new ish job. Uh, compared to my old, uh, you know, it's great compared to my old one. So I'm not really complaining about the company or the move or anything like that. It's just, it seems like all year we, we've just been spinning our wheels um, with employee turnover and just trying to keep up with the influx of work. And it's a, I have a very mentally consuming job. So even when I'm off, I'm not always off. So I'm just always, you know, always just somewhere else. But uh, we had some big summer vacations and camping and just family and housework and same as everybody else, right? With four little kids and just can't keep up with everything. And then it's just, you're, you just need some time just to veg out too. So it's just the motivation to to do one more thing isn't always there. <laughs> so okay. it's hard sometimes. It really I, is. I really, I agree with you. Um, I think coming out of covid i i feel like at the beginning of all that it, it, first of all it's the stress about being isolated and then reintroducing yourself in a way that makes other people feel comfortable and you feel comfortable and then um there's all these outside factors and i find that that is stressful but if I were to really be honest about everything that is going on with us, I would say the biggest thing has been family. Like as much as I love the fact that Josh and I moved in together, the number one thing is like, and of course we budget together. Um, but more and more I see like house maintenance because we're a family of six now. So it's not just me and the kids, like me and the boys anymore. It's me, the boys, the girls and Josh, right? And there's uh, a lot of family events or issues going on, um, at, like more external family. We had we had a few incidences this year that really kind of pushed on on the family. So uh, I will say cost of inflation. I just went through our budget, and we have doubled in our grocery bill in in two years. When I first budgeted to uh, move in with Josh and I had mapped out everything and I had budgeted a certain dollar amount and I did the math and I was like, holy crap, how are we hitting like a thousand dollars plus in groceries? Makes it harder to buy a case of ammo. <laughs> it does. It really does. And even though he and I both had increases in pay at our job, it's, it's barely keeping up with everything. So, and it's not that we're financially strained, but it's just this big shock of readjusting at a, such a quick pace. You know what I mean? You got to really sit down and look at it more monthly, which we weren't doing. So, well, last uh, year we had four price price increases in ammo. Yes, like, ammo's doubled. It really yeah. has since last year. <laughs> Like we're going to shoot, we're going to shoot clays tomorrow, and it's like I remember a year, a couple of years ago, like it was seventy bucks for a flat, and now it's like a hundred and twenty. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. So, um, you know, I also feel like if we have a free day, we should be catching up on something. Um, uh, it. I will also say that uh, work has a really big impact for both of us as well. Uh, especially in my situation. I know that it's 
a transition period. There's a lot more work on my end and a lot more expectation with this transition. But I know it'll work out in the end. It's just this like middleman period. And it it has taken a lot out of me. But uh, and then there's also the kids, right? Like until the kids actually move out and go out and be on their own, their schedule is going to get busier. And as parents, we're expected to help them and accommodate them as they kind of figure themselves out. And we got to deal with their schedules and ours. So I know it's a it's a short term thing, but I mean. I mean, moving them moving out, it's going to be at least 10 plus years. So we're kind of screwed that way. Right, guys? If you're lucky. If, <laughs> if you're lucky. lucky. <laughs> yeah. So there isn't much I can do to change the situation. I was thinking about it. I'm like, what can I do? But I think the only thing is like combining certain things together more. And we, the one thing we certainly lacked on but had a lot of intention was to take the kids to the range. That way we could do a little bit of both. Right. We're enjoying our sport and spending time with the kids. But it was just one of those things that we never got around to doing. So I would like to do that. I, I'm pretty happy that we incorporate our dates and like our, our time spending with friends being on the podcast. So that's, you know, I think a really good thing. And I don't think we'll have a problem continuing that. But I will say I have had a, a very challenging mentally this year as well. I had a, a, a small period in the fall where I knew I was really overwhelmed and I was having a hard time expressing my needs too because there was a lot that happened this year. I'm not going to lie. But uh, I will say it was good to when I figured myself out, I was able to verbalize when I needed space, when I needed a hug. And uh, I have a lot of people who are close to me who were able to recognize when I was struggling. So I do appreciate that. Um, I know that sounded like a Debbie Downer, but let's be honest, like, I want to be real with people and understand that we are humans who are going through our own crap, right? Josh, it looks like she needs a hug. Give her a hug, Josh. (laughs) 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 And it's, I I think it's hard to be excited about shooting when everything is trying to just take shooting away from me. Yeah, it, that's every, the real thing. It's, it's something else. It's like, uh, you know, you don't want to let them win. You don't no, give up. But OK, now I can't I can't buy anything new. I can't buy anything fun. I can't use anything fun. It's just whittling away, whittling away every day, every day, every day, something else. And it's just it's hard to be excited about it. I can understand. That's the Debbie Downer. That is the Debbie Downer. Yeah. But let's try and um, Boost the morale a little bit. (laughs) Okay, so not looking at an episode, but a shooting highlight of your year. Pick your favorite one or two moments. So, Thomas, why don't you start? It's it's hard to say. Um, I should be grateful because I live 11-minute drive from the range, 11 minutes on the highway, 17 kilometers. I have 24-hour unlimited access. I have a host of probably 15 guns I could shoot anytime. I just have to provide the ammo. I don't pay for my membership. I've got a platinum membership. You know, I, I'm very grateful for the, the little part-time job that I have because it just fits right into my my groove. <laughs> just, it just it just works out. And the people that own uh, East Hill Outdoors, fantastic people, really good down-to-earth people. So everybody there is fantastic. I've never had an issue with anybody i am saddened though because we've lost two of our uh two of my young co-workers i work with this wonderful young lady named laura um she gave her notice and she left and two months before that uh, the manager which was a friend for hers gave her his notice and he left so we're a little short staff but you get to work with these people and especially the younger people in, in any type of retail industry they don't last long so you work with them for a little while and they move on to something else so but besides, you know, missing people because they don't last, um, it's a great place to work. Yeah, I bet. Was there any other um, memorable uh, shooting moments for yourself? I feel uh, like the young not for myself, uh, for my yeah. self-satisfaction. I've been able to coach a few people that uh, not only couldn't qualify. Actually, I have a, a lady I'm coaching right now who can't qualify at another range. 
and just trying to figure out what her needs are and with her uh, ability, well, I've got her on target. She can she'll, she'll pass her club level safety course at her range now, but she's having to come to me to coach her and she's paying. Whenever she comes, she's got to pay. It's a minimum fee for my time for two hours. Plus, she's got to pay a guest fee because she's not a member of our range. So I have to get her as my guest and then she coaches. But just the the excitement and the satisfaction in that lady's face, that's probably that's probably the best one this year. She's just so happy. And she's an older lady, just got into it later in life. She went and got a GSG when she can't see the sights. And she's got mobility issues on one side. <laughs> so I suggested a scope mount and a red dot. Now yeah. she can hit the target. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. <clears throat> I'm going to say, I know it sounds like a broken record here, but the I-Corps shoot um, was a big thing for me, as well as the National Range Day event. Um, both were a full day weekend events. It was time that we had set out to specifically do something gun related. It was a lot of fun. Uh, got to spend time with friends, got to share my sport. It was a lot of fun. Like I have to say those were great moments, even though they were a lot of work, I think, or at least more the national range day was a lot of work. Like I really, really enjoyed all of that so what about you yeah and it was the first time we had done anything in guns for a while too so it kind With of I-Core? shook no the, the range, day. range day yeah it, it kind of shook, shook the rust off a bit so i agree i uh, got us excited it got it kind of you know got me excited too and then we did you know tatcom and and that kind of got me excited again too and and then yes, to recycle it again, the I-Corps match was awesome too, because we incorporated a little trip in with that too, right? We stayed at the the resort at uh, Jay's house, so that was awesome. And yeah. That, that would have been a blast. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. all right, Mike. Different, different range, different people. Yeah. You know, it was good. Yes, totally. Mike, what about you? Well, I don't think anyone's mentioned it yet, so I'm just going to say it, the <laughs> I-Corps match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That was just, it was just a great weekend. It was just so much fun um, being yeah. up there for, the, for that long, seeing Amanda and Josh again, always fun. Like you said, Josh, staying at the uh, the luxury resort that is Jay's house and the uh, accommodations that come with it, always mm-hmm. five star, um, oh. definitely will return. Um, and yeah. then, you know, and I get to do all this with my friends. I get to stay at this great place. And then I get to go do what I love doing. I get to go teach and then I shoot a match. Like it's. And you inspired that club to start their own I-Corps. I know that was was the cherry on top. Like, you know, you, I, I, I have taken new people out to the range and I've like introduced people to competitive shooting and stuff, but like, it doesn't usually stick unless they are already into it. Right. Usually if someone wants to get into competitive shooting and they come to me, usually they're already, they want to do it. They just need someone to say, it's okay. Come do it with me pretty much. Right. Um, yeah. But I have never been to like, I've never been somewhere like that where I've managed to actually convince the whole club to start running matches. So I was, yeah, that was a cherry on top and that's awesome that they're doing that. So I, I really yeah. hope that it, it goes well for them. Oh, me too. That was that was really great to see. Uh, I think his name's Riley. Riley, really, yep. Riley took. Uh, not only did he win that day, <laughs> uh, he also just like really uh, took the bull by the horns and and jumped into it. And I I love that. So he was he was quiet yeah. at first, but he was watching, and you could tell he was excited though. So yeah, it was good. It yeah. was really really good. So. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that was a good note to end our year on. And uh, thank you so much, gentlemen, for always joining us on on the podcast. I know you, you, Mike and uh, Thomas, you have been around the block more than a few times on on this show. And <laughs> I realize that's a nice way to say it. Yeah. I realize, but it is, wet. Hey, I'm still the youngest is, person on this show. I'd like to point that out. Yes, of course. You younger but, than Amanda? I guess you are. Yeah, I think he's only a year younger than me. I'm pretty sure. It still makes me the oldest. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. But the and point apparently is... I'm the baldest, so. <laughs> I'm not far behind. I have a hat on. I'm, I'm chasing. I'm chasing after you right now, Josh. Don't worry. Oh my god. Yes, we did have a conversation about uh, razors and head shaving. So. Yeah, we did. So that 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 co- that that shows you where my mindset's at. So. That's... That no, you know you're getting old when. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I think you're handsome. There you go. Um, 
No, I realize that you guys have um, really been maybe through a few of these repetitive conversations, but I think it's great to recap, maybe bring in um, different perspectives. And it's always good that you are, that both of you are a good solid foundation for education. So thank you very much for helping continue on the the podcast. I, I appreciate it. So well, thank you. Uh, yeah, but uh, moving forward, I just wanted to let our listeners know that we're, I think we're going to look at changing the recording a little bit. Our hope is to ensure that as many of our hosts um, are available at one time. So I think we're just going to try and aim to record once a month. So uh, we all have busy lifestyles, as we kind of talked about. So our line of thinking is to aim to record and collect more content than what we did in guns and uh, be able to um, still be able to keep it up with enthusiasm. Um, we are also looking to post our video recordings on YouTube. <laughs> so stay tuned and uh, we'll fill you in once I work out the kinks and, you know, Amanda stays focused enough to, you know, actually upload the videos. That'd be great. I don't know how many times <laughs> I've started and then I got distracted from something and I was like, oh, well, I'll come back. Shiny to thing. It. Yeah, shiny thing. Squirrel. Butterfly, squirrel. <laughs> it's it's ongoing so uh we'd also love to hear more from our listeners and new shooters what is it that you want us to talk about so if you would like to uh send in some feedback questions or comments suggestions please go to host at newshootercanada.ca you can message on instagram facebook Leave a comment on our website at newshootercanada.ca. So don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram. That would be awesome. Uh, we want to hear from you. So also give us a rating on iTunes if you're listening there. So uh, any events, gentlemen, that we know of, other than I know you guys are still running your deer comp? Or is yeah, that just uh, to, if you said you can enter online or if you, have a, if you get a deer, bring it in uh, Monday to Saturday. We'll wait in and get a free entry. Excellent. So, um, let's go with shout outs. So let's go with Thomas. Thomas, do you have any shout outs? Uh, not this week, actually. I just, I've been so busy. I haven't really, I'll save it for next show. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) Uh, Josh, uh, shout out to Amanda. Congratulations on passing your work course exam. That was awesome. And a raw pal. Andrew yeah. Arpel, yeah. and uh, Benny for helping with our matches. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Mike, any shout-outs? Um, no shout-outs, really. Just wishing all our listeners a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever else you celebrate at this time of year. I hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. <laughs> yeah, very good. I sent uh, uh, I sent Benny out the 50 B- BMG cases, so hopefully we'll see... Uh, a, a cool Hanukkah candle. A menorah. Yeah. Yeah. 50 BMG menorah. <laughs> that would be yeah. a Majora. <laughs> It'd be a major menorah. Yeah, major menorah. Okay. Uh, dad jokes aside. Uh, I know it kind of sounds cheesy to refer to my partner all the time, but thank you, Josh. Um, you are my main rock, and I really appreciate everything you do. I know I've been a pain in the butt. I know I've been stressed out. I've been working extra long hours and studying, so I do appreciate it, uh, putting up with my crap. So I'm used to it. That's cool. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Shout out to Benny, though. Um, You know, he's going through some positive life changes. I'm not going to go and uh, out out what they are. Um, I don't know if he shared them yet to the public, but um, he did share it with us privately. So thank you for giving our club a really great start in organizing action pistol matches and you know it was really good to get to know you and i'm really enjoying hanging out with you and um looking forward to spending more time um also uh, a shout out to matt at the gun club uh he's our newly appointed president as well so uh he's been a really great guy to bounce ideas off of and collaborate on social media aspect on at the club and uh, I've been really enjoying working with him so far. And so. Mikey has a print farm. Yes, he does. He <laughs> does, he does. So, anyways, uh, that's, uh, and getting to know him and his family a little bit more. So, 
Uh, he's reached out to Josh and I on a few occasions, invited us over to his trailer. Our boats were parked two spots away from each other. So he kind of send us a picture all the time. He's like, where, where are you guys at? We're, we're out on the water. We're out on the lake. Where are you? So, you know, once in a while when we t- uh, go, we take a picture of his and go, well, where are you at? So we always missed each other, unfortunately. So, but he's, he's been really cool to work with at the club. So really enjoying that. Well, as Mike said, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, <clears throat> how whatever um, uh, religion you may celebrate or any activities you celebrate, I hope you are safe, I hope you are healthy, I hope you are happy. So until next time, go ahead and shoot like a girl. Choose your caliber wisely. Keep your barrels pointed downrange and smoking. Spent at the range of time spent with family. Good night, everybody. Good night. Merry Christmas, everybody. Well, I really like 22 men. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page. The way they look, I like the shiny steel and the polished wood. I don't care if they're big or small. They're for sale till I want them all I like guns I like guns I like guns